0: What's good, everyone? A.B. back at it with another episode of That Wrestling Pod. Uh, I come to you this week with uh, something a little bit different than just random thoughts on what's going on in today's wrestling. I wanted to do a a little bit of a unique topic and talk about someone that I admire quite a bit. That's Shawn Michaels. Uh, Shawn Michaels is my absolute favorite wrestler uh, of all time. If you were to ask me... Uh, My top 10 favorite matches, chances are most of them would include Shawn Michaels. Um, We've seen him wrestle the likes of The Undertaker, Bret Hart, Triple H, Chris Jericho, Razor Ramon, uh, Mankind, the list, it just goes on and on. I'm not even going to sit here and try to name all of the incredible uh, and talented wrestlers that he's uh, had the chance to wrestle. Um, what this episode is about is, uh, the guys he didn't get the chance to wrestle, or maybe the chance, maybe guys he didn't get the chance to have a proper feud with. Uh, there's a few guys on here he did have a throwaway match on Raw with, um, but for the most part, didn't really get to do anything else with them, and, uh, I can't help but feel like we as fans missed out, whether it was, uh, maybe he and the guy were on a different show. Maybe he and the guy were uh, in different companies, maybe uh, timing just didn't line up and he was on his way out if someone was in their way in, or uh, vice versa. So um, I'm going to go down a list, I've got 10 guys that we didn't get to see him wrestle or have a proper feud with, and uh, I'm going to start it down from 10 to 1. I will say that um, no one from today, this is not a dream list, this is not... Um, I want to see Shawn Michaels versus Seth Rollins. This is not. I want to see Shawn Michaels versus Adam Cole. Um, This is guys that Shawn could have actually wrestled while he was an active competitor, and uh, and again, it's not. It's not. It's not a dream scenario. Um, I do want to. uh, Before I get going on the actual list, um, I'm going to go over a few honorable mentions. Uh, guys that he did have a match with, um, guys he didn't have an actual feud with, um, but the, for whatever reason, maybe it wasn't uh, what it could have been. Uh, maybe it was just kind of a, a filler feud or, or whatever. Um, I think the biggest honorable mention that I can think of um, is Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? The two guys that at the time Stone Cold was white hot. Sean was a few months prior the absolute best of the world, and uh, had Sean not hurt his back in a casket match with The Undertaker in 98 at the Royal Rumble, um, their match at WrestleMania 14 most likely would have been a lot better than what it actually was. And I'm not taking it away from the match, it was a fine match, probably the best match on the card that night, um, but given the two people in it, given uh, you know, where the company was at the time, wasn't exactly what... Um, it could have been, and I think Shawn has gone on record in saying that if he could go back and redo a match, he'd, he'd redo that one. Uh, I think that had, had they been able to go out there and uh, wrestle um, under different circumstances, maybe Shawn's not actually hurt. Uh, I think that we probably would look back on that as an absolute classic match, and we'd probably think of WrestleMania 14 a lot fonder than we do. So, um, you know, it's a shame that we didn't get to have that match, uh, both at their at full power. Um, and it's a shame we never got to see a rematch of it. Uh, two guys that uh, were no doubt as hot as Austin was and as great as Sean was, as great as, as great as Austin was, too. Uh, no doubt that they would have had an absolute killer classic match. So, um, shame that we didn't get it. But, hey, you know, it is what it is, right? Um, another honorable mention a guy that uh, I pretty much watched his entire career. He's been one of my favorite wrestlers since uh, the early 2000s, um, and that's Edge. Um, many will remember the feud that they had in the beginning of 2005, but a lot don't. <laughs> and uh, I I, uh, I, was doing a little bit of uh, research uh, before I even thought of doing this episode. Um, actually, I was just kind of re-watching some Royal Rumbles, and I had forgotten that... Uh, that they had the match at royal rumble 05 and then i was watching uh new year's Re- revolution from that year as well and uh, they were kind of still in the mix of that that little feud that they that they had going on and i don't know i just can't but feel like that they could have done a lot more with edge and Shawn michaels and other than have just kind of what is a bit of a filler feud to kind of get us you know along and, and give us you know i don't really know i, I feel like I feel like we could have got a lot more out of that, especially especially later on. You know, Edge at that point really hadn't found his groove yet, and by the time he did, it seems like either he was on SmackDown or Shawn was away, hurt, or they were in different programs. I don't know, Edge was WWE champion feuding with John Cena uh, while Shawn was in DX, and it just never materialized. So. Um, you know, I know they had a few other random probably matches in 07, I'm sure, on Raw. And, and, you know, I know that they probably wrestled again in 06 while he and, and Orton had that feud with with DX, right, RKO and DX. So that's why he didn't make the list because he has, he has wrestled Shawn many times. Um, I just wish that we could have had a proper built-up feud between the two of them. Or two guys that, you know, were the best in the company at their respective times. So um, definite shame. Um, another honorable mention, a guy that Sean has worked with uh, multiple times and uh, most famously worked with him in his last WWE match, and that's Ric Flair. Um, I guess you know he's not going to make the list because this is more of a dream scenario, but uh, imagine how good of a match and a feud those two could have had uh, when they were just a little bit closer to their primes. Uh, as, as good as the match at WrestleMania 24 was, um, you know, I can't help but feel like Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels could have done a little bit better. Um, and it's a shame that we didn't get to have it. We, you know, could have, conceivably, in uh, the early part of the 90s. But Flair went back to WCW, and Shawn was killing at WWE, and uh, we just had to wait until Flair was a little bit older. But, hey, you know, uh, they still had some good matches together later on, and, uh, you know, we'll take it, Right. Uh, but that'll do it for the honorable mentions. Uh, I'm gonna jump into the list, and uh, before I before I go full disclosure, I said a minute ago that there aren't gonna be any guys from today, you know, so nobody like Seth Rollins or anybody like that. But there are gonna be guys that are still active today that he could have had a match with under different circumstances. So, you know, before anyone, ah, you said you weren't going to have anybody from today, uh, you know, <laughs> um, there's going to be a few people, but but these are believable, uh, and these are guys that we just kind of missed out on. Uh, so before I jump into those guys, uh, I'm going to start the list off with um, Rob Van Dam. Uh, these two did have a match. These two did have a match in December of 2002, And it was a pretty good match. It was raw. It was uh, Shawn Michaels was world heavyweight champion. And uh, I'm pretty sure it was for the world title. And uh, from what I remember, it was a pretty solid match. But when you think about it and you think about Rob Van Dam, I think Rob Van Dam's legacy is more about ECW. And, you know, he's Mr. Pay-Per-View and he's the whole effing show and... Amazing matches with the likes of Jerry Lynn and whoever else. Um, Kind of a guy that everyone looked at as he's got next while Sean was looked at as the best in the world. So kind of, uh, you know, I don't want to say student versus teacher because that's not what it is. But, uh, you know, the young pup and the old lion kind of deal of... uh, you know, and maybe if if Rob had been able to go to WWE sooner than he did in the uh, in the late '90s, there, maybe we could have had that match, or maybe maybe after Rob came to WWE, maybe we could have had a proper feud. Uh, I don't see any reason why that couldn't have been a SummerSlam match. You know, Rob was he was over like Rover. He you know, we loved Rob Van Dam, and I, I don't think anybody would have had a problem with those two having a match together. Um, I don't think you really even needed to make it a feud. It could have just been babyface versus versus babyface and and just let them go out there and do their thing and you know, two guys that are are uh, among the best at selling and and taking moves and doing all of that. I, I can't imagine that they wouldn't have had a, an absolute classic match. So shame we never got to have that. But um, you know, moving on. Won't spend too much time on each of these. Moving on to number nine, uh, a guy that I think is uh, not talked about enough, and I think everybody appreciates him. But um, that's Christian, and a lot of people probably wouldn't think, oh, you know, oh dream match this, dream match that. But Christian is is, is one of those guys that, that could have a great match with just about anybody. And uh, th- another guy, again, he did he did wrestle Shawn, um, I think it was two thousand four, sometime in November on a Raw episode, but. Um, to my recollection, that's the only time those two ever actually had a match, and uh, timing just never really lined up for those two. Um, you know, Christian was really starting to come into his own around that time that they had that first match, and uh, you know, it just well, for whatever reason, you know, he was kind of stuck in that mid-card role. The WWE never really wanted to escalate him to the main event level, so. He went somewhere that uh, that wanted to use him that way, and that's TNA, and he spent three years there, and he had an absolutely incredible run, Christian did, and uh, you know it was at a time where Sean was still killing it, you know, that 06, 07, 08 time, Sean was still having classic matches with guys like Ric Flair, like The Undertaker, like Chris Jericho. And, uh, you know, we would see Christian come back to WWE from TNA in 09. But by that point, you know, they stuck him on ECW, and Sean was starting to wind down. He was in the program with The Undertaker, and then he took some time off. He came back to being DX, and then he had one more little match with Taker, and that was it. So, um, at that point, Christian was kind of firing on all cylinders. He, He bit the injury bug a couple times there, or more than a couple times, really, but... We definitely missed out. I think that those two would have had, uh, I think, at best, at, at the absolute best, a SummerSlam-worthy match. And if they put enough steam behind it and let Christian kind of go out there and be the Captain Charisma that that you know he was. And uh, I think that he could have had some good promos on Shawn. And I think Shawn would have did his thing. And um, two pretty similar styles. You know, Christian, one of the best at telling a story, Sean, the, you know, he could do it all. So um, it's really just a shame as a guy that, you know, I love Christian. I loved his matches. I was a big fan. I was a peep. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I really wish that we could have seen those two have uh, have a match together. I think it would have been, I think they could have had a, at least one, you know, match that we kind of look back on and say, yeah, you know, that was that was a great match. So if anybody could have got a great one out of each other, it's those two. So, um, you know, it's a shame we never got to have that. Uh, But going from uh, the man of the peeps, uh, I want to go to the people's champion at number eight, The Rock. When you think about The Rock, you know, um, he's more known for the character and the promos and, um, you know, just being, you know, one of the biggest stars in wrestling's history. Uh, we don't really think of him as this great wrestler. Uh, not that he wasn't. Not that he wasn't very good in the ring. Not that he didn't have classic matches with Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan, Triple H, you know, Chris Jericho, whoever. Um, but I think, I think had he been a little bit know, crisper, maybe more more of a technical wrestler, uh, he'd be a little bit higher on this list, and that's why he's not. But when you look at it, by the time Shawn leaves with that back injury, Rock is really starting to hit his groove, and he's getting hot, and he's getting hot by the minute. And you know, he turns babyface after WrestleMania, or was was after Backlash in '99, and that late '99 and 2000 run that he had would have been the perfect time for him to wrestle Shawn Michaels and have a, a. uh, in my opinion, a, a great feud. They could have, they could have, they could have milked that thing for months, uh, similar to how they did with Triple H. I mean, they could have got a lot of mileage out of a Rocky Shawn Michaels feud. You know, Shawn is that cocky heel, arrogant, uh, just you know, smartass, and uh, The Rock. We all know how he was, and you know, think of the the fun stuff he could have came up with. Uh, just you know, making fun of Shawn and, and whatever else. And it's also pretty well documented there's, there was no love lost between the two of them. Um, you know, I think it's pretty well known that Rock and Triple H weren't the best of friends. And uh, I think that kind of stemmed from Sean not really wanting Rock to, to get up to that next level at that point. You know, being, being the clique and, and, and kind of having that reputation backstage. Um, I think that's something they could have probably brought into the feud. And I think that um, there's no doubt that's a WrestleMania-quality match. Um, I mean, hell, that would have been been a great way to to cap off WrestleMania 16. You know, you have Anaheim Pond and uh, Shawn going in as WWE champion and dropping it to Rock. Um, You know, I'm glad we got what we got that summer. Rock and Triple H had a series of really good matches that summer. And, you know, I'm I'm not upset at all by what we got, but I I am upset we never got to see Rock and Shawn Michaels have uh, what I think we can all agree uh, a classic Classic feud and, and probably classic matches. Um, but moving on, next next on the list, um, I think a lot of people would probably put him a little bit higher. Um, and he's just a guy that I, I I do admire and enjoy his work, but I didn't grow up with him, and I, I don't want to sit here and pretend like I'm the, his big fan or anything. Um, but I'm, I'm talking about Ricky Steamboat. And... Steamboat was in WWE in the 80s right before Shawn, you know He was still he was still the tag team specialist kind of in that late 80s um, 90 early 90s era um, But you know Steamboat comes back in 91 and then leaves right right before Shawn breaks away from the rockers and uh, it's a shame because had had Steamboat stuck around and uh and 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 didn't go to WCW, but stuck around in the early '90s. I can't think of a better babyface in that time to work with with cocky heel Sean uh, than Ricky Steamboat. Pretty similar styles in the ring, uh, both guys that could do it all. Um, you know, we've seen Steamboat have classics with with just about anybody, and uh, I think he would have had a classic with Sean. I think that they could have had a really good. I mean, that's a WrestleMania match. You know, that's that's a WrestleMania match without a question. So. Uh, it's a shame we never got to have that. And it uh, kind of makes me want to sit down and watch some steamboat matches on the network now. Because, uh, you know, I'll be honest, I'm not as educated as, as I could be on him. Um, you know, I've seen the match with Macho Man, and I've seen some flair matches and some sting matches. But I think I should go back and see kind of how he would have fared uh, in that time with Sean. Um, and uh, maybe learn myself some, some Ricky Steamboat. But I think those two would have had an absolute classic, there's no question. And it's really a shame that we didn't get to have that. Um, you know, it's really a shame um, Another guy That was uh, Not around at that time That we could have had this uh, Because he was in a different company <laughs> Is Sting And when you think about When you think about Sting You think, you know A guy that for the longest time Didn't want to go to WWE And um, was the biggest star WCW ever had uh, He is WCW and when you think of Sean, you know, another guy that, you know, one of the very few that never did go to work for WCW. And you think of the two loyal guys that stuck around through and through, even though they, they had opportunities to go to the other company and didn't do it. Uh, and, you know, the only ones that suffered because that is the fans. I think those two would have had killer matches, especially if, if we could have had, you know, Sting earlier on a little bit before, before Crow Sting, I think. You know, Surfer Sting, Blonde Sting, and all that with uh, that maybe that ninety four, ninety five, Sean man, those would have been those would have been some great matches. Those would have been some incredible matches. And uh, you know, for everyone that wants to see Sting versus Undertaker, uh, you know, don't get me wrong, I would have loved to watch that too. I think there's more appeal in Sting versus Shawn Michaels. Uh, me personally, um, I guess that's just me being biased because Shawn's my guy, but. Uh, um, I think, you know, no question, no question at all. Those two would have had a classic match, and it's a shame we never got to have that. But um, you know, we can all we can all we can all sit and uh and say, man, you know, that would have been that would have been great. Just like just like we would we would say with Sting and Undertaker. Uh, as I round out the bottom half of the top ten, um, and I look towards the top five. I, I'm looking. I'm looking at those lists here, and um, I can't help but think this top five, man. It's really a shame. Almost all these matches could have happened, and didn't. Um, and, and I'll start off with number five, obviously. Um, and 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 say CM Punk is one of my absolute favorites of all time. A guy that pretty much saved me from giving up on WWE back in 2011, and. It's kind of hard to believe we never got to see him even have a throwaway match with Shawn Michaels. Uh, But, you know, Punk was on ECW for a few years there. By the time he came up to Raw, Shawn was in the middle of that feud with Jericho. Uh, Punk was kind of, you know, upper mid-card, mid-card status. And then, you know, by the time Punk started routing into form, he was on SmackDown and Shawn was on Raw and Shawn was winding down and we just straight up missed out on what could have been classic stuff. I mean, you think about CM Punk when he finally turns heel in 09 and goes uh, towards the straight edge savior shtick. Um, I mean, that story writes itself. <laughs> you know, it it absolutely writes itself. Punk's promos were second to none at that time absolutely second to none and he was doing incredible stuff in that era and uh you know as good as that match sean had with taker at wrestlemania 26 in 2010 i almost would have rather had sean versus punk and uh and have punk be the one to retire sean michaels i think that makes a lot more sense i think that would have done a lot more for for punk than it did for undertaker and uh, you know, like I said a minute ago, that story writes itself, man. Punk could have could have easily brought up Sean's addiction to pills, and, and you know the the you know the abuse of the booze, and you know how we idolized and championed him and praised him, and he was he was the company's guy at a time where he, you know, was going through all this stuff, and he had to go away, and he came back, and we we welcomed him with open arms, and. And you know we praise him for for finding God and, and not you know taking part in booze and, and all that. But and, you know we cheer Sean, but but Punk is out here saying you know we shouldn't do any of this, and, and we boo him. And I mean that that just all writes itself. And Punk would have told that a lot better than I just did, but. Um, you can't tell me that those two wouldn't have had an absolute classic, and that's that's a WrestleMania caliber match too. CM Punk and Shawn Michaels, especially at that time, Punk had really come into his own in the WWE at that point. And um, you know, I for one am sad that we didn't get to see that happen because I, I really do think that that would have been an absolute classic, and uh, you know, a, you know, Punk retiring Shawn Michaels. You know, think of what that would have done for Punk's career earlier on and, and you know, who knows? Maybe if he has an accolade like that, you know, something a little bit more uh um I don't know, uh, high profile than than you know what he had. Maybe maybe he stuck maybe he does stick around. Who knows? Probably not, but you never know, right? Uh moving on, moving on, rounding out this top five. Uh coming at number four. Um is AJ Styles. So I know I said at the beginning, I'm not going to have anybody that wrestles today. However, AJ Styles has been wrestling since 1999 and did compete in WCW, and WWE did have an opportunity to bring him on. So let's say, what if? What if WWE did bring on AJ Styles' contract? And what if AJ Styles went through developmental and did all that and was able to come up and and instead of going to TNA and becoming Mister TNA, uh, made a name for himself in WWE. You know that well, AJ Styles was was incredible in TNA, and I think in that oh seven oh eight oh nine era, AJ Styles was arguably the best wrestler in the world. Um, and at that point, yeah, I think I said it a little bit ago. Sean was still killing it at that point. You know, Sean was still having classic matches. So, um, you know, I'm, I, feel, I feel like I'm cheating a little bit having AJ Styles on this list and also having him this high. But, you know, it, it, is, it could have happened. It really it could have had things gone the way that uh, had the cards fell in the right place. And I can't think of two guys that are, you know, more evenly matched, uh, similar styles. At that point, AJ was a little bit more high-flying. Um, but you know, two guys that know how to go in there, tell a story, uh, do it all. Uh, I, I don't even think I need to sit here and put this over. I mean, this they, those two would have had an absolute classic. And you know, even if we could add just one match on a Raw or whatever, um, I mean, I would I would have taken that over 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 you know us not getting to see it at all. So shame we didn't get it. Shame to, uh, AJ Styles spent so much time in TNA and, uh, you know, he, Sean was long gone by the time AJ could have, uh, by the time AJ came over and, and would have been able to do that. So it is what it is, but, you know, I know I'm cheating a little bit throwing AJ on here, but hey, it's, uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a match that I wish we could have had. Um, and, you know, what more can you say? Everybody knows how great of a match it would have been. Uh, moving up, moving up. Number three, um, a match that we really should have had, a match that he wanted to have, uh, and that's Macho Man Randy Savage. Um, It's well-documented. Macho Man wanted to work with Sean in that time, that 93, 94 time, and Vince wouldn't let him, and damn you, Vince McMahon, because... Uh, You know, at that point, Macho Man could still go, you know, he was, he could still go. And I think that if you would have given him Shawn Michaels, uh, it would have lit a fire under Macho Man. And I think he would have put everything he had unto it. And damn it, we would have had that we would have had a classic match. I have no doubt in my mind that that we would have had an absolute classic match. Um, You know, even if even if they weren't able to do. Macho Man's, you know, I guess, according to Lanny Poffo, Macho wanted to have a two-year feud culminate in a match where, you know, if Macho Man loses, he goes back to the announce booth. And if Shawn loses, he cuts his hair. Even if we couldn't have anything like that, um, I don't think there's any reason why we couldn't have had that match at WrestleMania 9. And you look at WrestleMania 9, arguably the worst WrestleMania of all time, you know, the only match worth mentioning is wouldn't you figure Shawn Michaels and Tatanka and that one ended in a count out. So imagine how much better WrestleMania nine could have been if they would have let us have Shawn Michaels and Macho man, Randy Savage in some capacity, even if it was the opener. I mean, it's, I, I just can't believe that Vince didn't want to have that. It's funny. It's funny to think about that, right? Like at the time they were going through a bit of a youth movement and they didn't want the old timers wrestling, but then you fast forward to now, and it's anytime they can get a part timer to come back, they're gonna throw him right on the card. So it's kind of it's kind of funny to look at that dynamic a little bit there. But uh, shoot, it's 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 I keep saying this word, a shame. But it's it really is a shame that we didn't get to have this A match that we really should have had. You know, Macho Man wanted it. If there's anybody in the company at the time that could have gone up and said, "Hey, uh, I want this match," I can't think of anybody that. You know, shouldn't have been able to get what he wanted other than Macho Man. Like, he definitely he definitely should have been able to say, hey, man, give me this match. And Vince should have been like, okay, pal, go ahead. Let's do it. Let's have one time, at least one time. Um, you know, and uh, you know, I know that they did have a match in 92 while Macho Man was champion. Um, but I'm pretty sure that – I think that was in Munich, Germany at uh, UK Rampage, if I believe is the name of the pay-per-view. Or the event, but I don't. And you can find this. I think it's either on Daily Motion or YouTube. Um, and it's a pretty solid match. So imagine what we could have had if we had a proper feud built behind it, and you put it on WrestleMania in front of uh, a much bigger audience than Munich, Germany. You know, um, it's it is it is. It's a shame that we didn't get to have that. Um, coming up, gonna keep moving along. Um, number two a guy again that is wrestling today um Daniel Bryan and I can't help but feel like I'm cheating a little bit but when you look at it Daniel Bryan signs with WWE in 09 comes up to the main roster what is it maybe 2 or 3 months after Sean retires so we just we just barely missed out on it you know we we could have conceivably had it and there were points over the last couple of years, um, you know, before Daniel Bryan announced his retirement, you know, that um, Sean might come out of retirement for that match. Uh, that never happened. I don't think it would have happened. I think Sean ultimately would have decided against doing it. I know he didn't want to work, um, but I can't think of a better story than Sean Michaels and the guy, the probably the best student he had, the most the guy with the most success, uh, Daniel Bryan. Um, you know, Daniel Bryan speaks for himself, as good as he is in the ring. Another guy that could have a great match with just about anybody. Um, I think Big Cass can attest to that, as as we saw in his last match ever. Um, and then the match writes itself, student versus teacher. Two guys that work a pretty similar style. Um, you know, There's going to be a lot of Matt wrestling. Uh, Daniel Bryan can work the submission style. Um, I mean, that's I mean that's a dream match if I've ever if I've ever heard one. And you know, I don't care who's heel, who's face. If they're both baby face, that would have just been an incredible match. And uh, um, I'm, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. I'm Not gonna say it. it was a shame we didn't get it. But damn it, if it wasn't a shame we didn't get that match, we just we just missed out on it. Uh, if Sean could have held on for a few months longer or if Brian could have came a few months earlier you know maybe we could have at least had an NXT match or or a, or you know, a raw match or stuff some kind it, it it you know it sucks that we didn't get to have that but you know it is what it is um forgive me if you feel like i cheated throwing Brian on the list especially this high but The match. I mean, the feud. It speaks for itself. Um, And you know, who who wouldn't want to see Daniel Bryan versus Shawn Michaels? Um, Finishing the list off, um, this one. It's it it tugs at the heart a little bit. And uh, coming in at number one, the match that for me that I wish we could have had. Uh, is Shawn Michaels versus Eddie Guerrero. And, um, you know, according to Kurt Bauer, uh, in an interview he did in 2013, uh, that was the tentative plan for WrestleMania 22. And uh, I'm sure most of you know that that was the first WrestleMania that took place after Eddie passed away. So, um, I mean, when you line up Shawn Michaels Eddie Guerrero Side by side The parallels Are uncanny When you think about it Two guys That really kind of Struggled with the same Addictions Um You know They had the whole Size thing That they had to Overcome Uh They found God Um Big deal When they finally Won the world title Uh Both worked A a similar style Um Eddie Guerrero is one of my absolute all-time favorites, and I have actually I've been watching uh, a lot of Eddie Guerrero re- uh, recently on the network. Um, and it's just, it's more than a shame. It's sad that, that we missed out on that match. Um, I can't think of, for me, a better dream match than to watch Shawn Michaels and Eddie Guerrero go out to WrestleMania and have an absolute classic match um you know Eddie was kinda maybe faced there towards the end of his run but I think you could have easily switched to back heel um you know not many people were as good Eddie Guerrero at making you love and or hate him so um however they would have done that feud whatever they would have they would have built it upon the match itself would have been incredible you know Matt wrestling high flying psychology selling um all of it you know storytelling uh (laughs) it's it's it breaks my heart that we didn't get to have that especially knowing that that was you know a tentative plan and uh you know the universe took it away from us um you know i think that's if i were to compile this kind of list for eddie guerrero um, sean would be at the top of it so um you know Eddie Guerrero, in my opinion, one of the absolute greatest wrestlers of all time. I think he's easily in the top ten. Um, a guy that really just could do it all. Same as Shawn. Um, a lot of people would even say that Eddie Guerrero was the Mexican Shawn Michaels. So, um, you know, it's it's hard to believe we never actually got that match when you think about it. You know, uh, both came back to WWE at the same time, really, a few months apart. But... Eddie was on Raw for a cup of coffee. Sent him to SmackDown, and then he was just there on SmackDown uh, all the way until he passed away. So, um, however they would have done it, I, 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 it doesn't matter to me. Uh, it could have been on a Raw, could have been on SmackDown, could have been on Sunday Night Heat for all the matters. <laughs> it would have been absolutely incredible. Um, and uh, you know, it really is a shame that that you know we were robbed and we didn't get to see that match. If there's anybody that I miss more than anyone else, it's Eddie Guerrero. Um, there's so many guys I wish we could have seen him wrestle. Um, a lot of guys on this list. Matter of fact, you know, we've missed out on Eddie Guerrero and Punk. We missed out on Eddie Guerrero and AJ Styles on a bigger stage. Um, you know, it's Eddie Guerrero and Daniel Bryan, and then you know it goes on and on. But you know, this episode's about Shawn Michaels, and um, damn it, if. Sean and Eddie wouldn't have had one of the greatest matches that we've ever seen. Um, you know, rest in peace, Eddie. I don't want. I didn't want to end this on a sad note, but uh, th- that would have been the match for me. Um, I think that if you could ask me, what match would you is a dream match of yours that we never actually had in any capacity? Um, and what would you want to see? In and then for me, it's it's Eddie Guerrero and and Shawn Michaels. So. Um, I think that'll do it for this list. Um, like I said, Shawn Michaels, to me, uh, is is far and away my absolute favorite wrestler. Um, classic match after classic match after classic match. If you were to ask me, you know, off the top of my head, I think my favorite match of all time would be Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle. So um, if I had to compile a list of my favorite matches of all time, most of them would include Shawn Michaels and... and uh, you know, for the moment he came back in 2002, he was my guy. I was elated to see the match he had with Triple H at SummerSlam. I was ecstatic to see uh, him win the world title in the Elimination Chamber. And, you know, over the years, wanting to see him win the world title again uh, never happened. But, you know, getting getting to see him come back in 2002 and, and go on and wrestle for another eight years and have unbelievable matches that, you know... It's hard to believe that he was able to go out and do, um, but, you know, shout out to Shawn Michaels, one of the all-time greatest, in my opinion, the all-time greatest, my absolute favorite wrestler, and, uh, I hope that you guys enjoyed the, uh, the pod, um, I'm sure there's gonna be people that disagree with this list, I'm sure there's gonna be people that find holes in it, um, I did the best I could, and, uh, it's always tough when you make a top ten list. Everyone's gonna have their opinions, but uh, this is my list. And if you disagree, you know, shout me out on Twitter at that wrestle pod. Uh, let me know your list. Let me know who you wanted to see Shawn Michaels wrestle. Um, I would love to chat you up on it. Love to chop it up with you. Let's let's get a conversation going. Um, I think that'll do it for me this week. I'll be back next week, um, probably Tuesday night, Wednesday, sometime. Um, with predictions on the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view that is already here, shockingly, as well as um, another top ten list. I'm gonna rank my top ten Elimination Chamber matches. Um, I don't think top tens are gonna be a, a super common thing. Uh, I, I definitely will incorporate them, but I don't. I don't want them to be the the what I'm known for. I guess I don't, that's not all I'm going to do, but. I figured, why not? You know, I I, uh, I sat down and I watched I watched the chamber matches and I had a lot of fun doing it. It's one of my favorite shows, uh, maybe not shows but matches that the WWE does. And uh, I, you know, the cards looking looking pretty solid so far. And I thought, you know, what better way to get us all ready for it than uh, doing a top ten chamber match pod. So look out for that next week. In the meantime, like I said, follow me on Twitter at that Pod. Uh, like me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash uh, that wrestling pod. Um, I will, uh, I'll catch you guys next week, man. Keep on keeping on.